Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome to the Athletes Table Podcast, the podcast designed by athletes for athletes. As always, this is Tyler Diefenbach, joined by Drew Hildebrand. Let's dive in. All right, everyone, welcome back. After a long hiatus, we are back doing our thing. All right, so today we really wanted to talk about um, stress because for some, this could be the most stressful time of year. We got finals coming up. We got schools wrapping up. We got the holidays coming up. Um, So we thought it would be a good episode to talk about stress and how to deal with your time and uh, ways you could help to reduce your stress. So let's get right into it. So for me, the biggest thing help helps me be less stressed is time management. And uh, every morning I wake up and I write a to-do list basically, and I write it with time. So I can tell you my whole day. I wake up at eight o'clock every day, um, eat breakfast right when I wake up, nine o'clock, I usually have to go to class, 10 o'clock class finishes, 10 o'clock I go to work, 11.30 I get lunch, 12.30 I hit the gym, so on and so forth. So I, I block out my day. And you, some of you guys may have heard of block scheduling. I learned about it when I had to take my intro to higher ed class. And at the time I thought it was stupid. I was like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm an athlete. I don't care about class. I just, I'm just going to do the bare minimum. I could get, I could get by, I could get good grades, whatever. But the more you get into it, the more you realize like, wow, I need to, I actually need to start doing more work because I am paying for these classes. So I don't do the traditional block scheduling. But I think my way works because at least it shows you the times where you need to start doing stuff compared to your open hours. And then as soon as you finish it, you know you have that open time from when you start that next block. So from 11.30 to 12.30, if I finish lunch in 15 minutes, I now have from 11.45 to 12.30 to do whatever I want until I have to go hit the gym. All right. Now let me pose a question for you. What if you get off of your – schedule like how how does that affect the rest of your day if you're overdoing something if you forget to do your math homework or if you're doing like three hours of playstations instead of like one which you scheduled out for yourself like how does that throw off your day well it depends on how time sensitive the work is so like if your math homework's due that night (laughs) well (laughs) guess what you just failed your math homework So, um, and I do fall, I do find myself falling into that sometimes because some things aren't as time sensitive. Like I want to start one of my papers. Um, but I'm like, uh, MLB the show sounds pretty good right now, (laughs) but especially now, like I know I can't do that because I got like, I got a paper actually this Sunday, or I guess by the time this airs, it'll be this past Sunday. And then I got. I got a bunch of home. It's the end of the semester. So I got a bunch of homework. So I know like I need to be able to stick to the schedule or I'm going to fail. <laughs> yeah, and this is so, the time of the year that you need to do that. Right. Because everything's absolutely. kind of accumulating right at the end. You got all these assignments you got to do all these tests, all these papers. It just kind of snowballs into this last week and early December. So yeah, this is the time to get onto a schedule if you can. Absolutely. And some people maybe. Like I know for me, like I got to work, so I'm not, I'm not essentially working two jobs, but I kind of have two jobs. The one's kind of light or they're both kind of light, 
but you know, I gotta be able to make money while in school, uh, help the team out with, uh, we got some on ramp throwing programs that gotta be created. So I think for me personally, I think the block scheduling helps a ton. It just kind of maps out my day. And like I said, it's more of a to-do list, um, for me. And it just shows what I have to do. And if I don't get something done, I just move it to tomorrow. Like I said, it just depends on the time sensitivity of the project or the to-do list. Yeah. I think I'm not as organized with you, um, with block scheduling or whatever, Mm. but when I, well, I'm more of a visual person as well. I guess it kind of depends on what kind of person you are. If you could just know in the back of your head, cause like I'll, as I go throughout my day, I'll forget stuff. So like, I just check back with it every so often. No, but I do feel like when I am like mapping out, what do I like, what do I need to do this day or whatever? Like, I don't know, just creating like a list, like a short list, even like with three things on it. Like, I feel like mm. I'm much more organized as to like, okay, I'm going to wing this day. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. So, I mean, it does help and it kind of balances the juggling act of, being a student athlete and especially like with Mm -hmm. all this stuff kind of accumulating at the end of the semester. Yeah. We could go even broader too. I used to do this. I think I did it two years ago. I kind of do it towards the end of the semester too, with finals week coming up, I write a sticky note and I put it right in front of my desk and I map out the most important things from top to bottom. Like what's due first, like all my big projects at the end of the semester, I kind of map that out. And as I finish it, I cross it off. So that's another way you could do your to-do list. I just, for my daily schedule, I'll do the times and stuff, but like bigger projects. It also makes you feel a lot better when you see it go down and down. Less stuff to do. I think the biggest thing for people that aren't doing this, I think it's just hard for them to start. You know what I mean? Like Mm. it's, it's really difficult to stick to a schedule and, um, (laughs) consistently do it on a day-to-day basis. So um, I read this book about two years ago called The Power of Habit, and it takes seven days to form a habit. And if you can do this for, like, if you can do this for seven days, you probably are likely to be able to do this on a day-to-day basis. Um, But people, like, people are clueless sometimes when it comes to this stuff. Like, it takes them, like, so long to be able to like figure out like, Oh, I'm not organized. So how do I like (laughs) manage my time wisely? It's just, it's kind of weird in this, in this day and age, because I feel like people, I don't know, back in the sixties and seventies were able to map out their days like with no issues. And they were able to get stuff done probably because of like technological advancements to today. I mean, there's so many more distractions, but I feel like people are just so less more organized and it's just, I I think it's a lack of a routine too. Like, so for me, like Monday through Friday, it's basically the same thing every day. There's only two adjustments to my day and that it depends on class. So every day I'm still waking up at eight at nine o'clock. I either have to be in my grad assistantship or I'm in class. So like there's no fumbling this (laughs) because it's one or the other. Yeah. I got to do it. Um, but building a routine and then this will help like while you're in your season as well, because if you put down your most important things on your schedule, then you could fill in the gaps around it. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. I 
kind of base my day around three kind of separate things. Like one is schoolwork, two mm-hmm. is going to the gym, and three is reading the Bible. I mean, it it kind of maps out my day, but I mean, I can fill in the gaps like whatever is most important to me around those three mm-hmm. common things. Um, but I make sure to do all the like those three things every day. And if I don't have schoolwork, then okay, great. I have more time to do whatever I want to do. So exactly. So that's a great segue into my next topic, which is do the things you like to do. <clears throat> so during this time period, obviously we could get so wrapped up into what we need to do rather than sometimes what we want to do. So um, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and you follow the block schedule and you see you have time, well, guess what? Go, go out, go to the gym, go and play basketball, go do something, go do a hobby, go watch TV, something that you want to do that you could take some stress away. Um, But most important, like you need to, it needs to happen. You can't be doing homework. You can't wake up, start doing homework and then go to bed. Like you're going to, you're going to overwork yourself. You're going to burn yourself out. And then ultimately it could lead to bad grades, bad relationships, just all those things. So just make sure, um, you take the time in those gap periods to do what you want to do. Yeah, man. I feel like some of us forget that we're still kids, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're like 18 to 22, 23 years old. Like we're not 40 years old with a job and two children and a wife, you know, like we should still be able to have fun and do the things that we love to do without constantly stressing about, Oh, what did I get on this test? Like, when is this assignment due? Like, Mm -hmm. Just slow your life down. Take the time that you want it, like that you want to do the things you love to do and put aside like your extra stressors. Now this does not mean go out and party every night. <laughs> Be responsible with what you guys want to do. Um but yeah, so for me I would when I when we were in season last year, I wouldn't allow myself to do anything. Like, especially during the day before practice. It wasn't until after practice that I was like, all right, I could do something fun now. But I don't want to burn myself out before practice. And I think that, that took a huge toll. I wouldn't even go outside and play basketball or shoot hoops before practice. <laughs> <laughs> but you live in your yeah, I think last year really kind of took a toll on my mental health. Like, I've mm. discussed it in previous episodes. Um it was almost to the point where, like, even after games, like, in games that I didn't even play in, like, I wasn't doing anything because I was kind of, like, either upset that I didn't play or, like, just, like, not in the mood to do anything. Like, I don't know. Like, I think once I started to loosen up, like, towards the end of the year and started pitching well, then I was, like, okay with, like, having fun and doing the things that I love to do. But it just kind of, like looking back on it, I'm just kind of confused as to why I didn't like do the things that I love to do. Like at the beginning of the year, like instead of having fun, like, I mean, we're playing a kid's game Mm. at collegiate level and I'm not having fun. Like, how does that make sense? Like I put in all this work to have the time of my life for four years at a school that I love and I'm not having fun playing the game that I love. It's funny that you bring that up because I think now that 
I heard you say that I actually flip. I think we flip roles because in the beginning of the year I was having a ton of fun. And then it was like, after my second bad outing, I was like, nah, I was like, we can't do anything anymore. I was like, we got to focus. <laughs> and then it just ended up getting worse. But, and isn't it, isn't it amazing sometimes that when you try harder, things get worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read a book to, it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> I've heard of that book. I, I gotta, <clears throat> I do have to read that book. And, I think the first chapter was called don't try. And it was about this artist that like literally did not try like on anything in his life and made a crap ton of money. And on his tombstone, it says, don't try. Wow. Like, and the kind of the point of the chapter was like, sometimes when you don't try at things, you get better at them. And I was Mm -hmm. just kind of, kind of amazed as to like, Okay, so how does that apply to, like, our situations? Like, do I need to, like, stop worrying about my mechanics? Do I need to just throw the ball? Like, or do I need to, (laughs) do I need to stop worrying about school and, like, start having a little more fun? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there are so many interpretations as to, like, what we can do with our lives, like, without stress you know Mm -hmm. like we can do so many things to avoid stress and i feel like a lot of us in today's society don't know how to do that so yes i think going on a walk is a big thing too i know it's cold outside but see if you could find a gym or walk on a treadmill or something i think that helps clear my mind as well too so only when you have the time to do it do it if you if you know you have to get something done in a certain time, stick to the schedule and then adjust. Don't just blow everything off because you're too stressed or something like get, get what you need to get done and then allow yourself to take that break, which again, worked out perfectly because you need to allow yourself to do these things. Cause if you're, if you're taking the break in your gap time and all you're thinking about is, Oh, I should be doing this instead. Oh, I don't know if I should be shooting hoops right now. I should probably continue to study. It's not so, going to, you're going to overstress yourself more than what you would be doing if you were still studying. So kind of going back on your year last year, what were you doing differently in the beginning of the year as opposed to towards the end of the year? I think I was kicking myself. Well, in the beginning of the year, I was kind of doing what I wanted. Like if I wanted to lift at a certain time, I'd go lift at a certain time. If I wanted to relax and watch TV, I'd go do it. I didn't think twice about it, but towards the end of the year, it was like, all right, well, what, like I shouldn't be watching TV because I need to focus more on what, what I'm going to be doing at practice or, um, Oh, we have a game tomorrow. Like I'm literally not going to do anything. I'm going to, I got to bed early. It was like, and I'm not saying you should go out or do anything, but like enjoy time with people. Like I would seclude myself in my own apartment and just be like, I got a game tomorrow. I can't do nothing. I can't talk to anybody. <laughs> Whereas in the beginning of the year it was like, Oh, my roommates out there. Oh, let's go. Let's go sit and talk with him and, you know, BS and watch him watch a movie or something like that. But towards the end of the year, I was just like, I can't do that. I don't, I don't have time to do that. 
I don't deserve to do it. You know, stuff like that. I think that's a good point too. Saying to yourself that you don't deserve something because of your performance. Um, that was a big thing for me too last year. I I felt like I didn't deserve to go out to eat with my teammates or mm-hmm. like play Call of Duty with them, like do certain stuff because I wasn't playing or I pitched terribly at mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. And I had a conversation with, I think it was Jimmy Tooley, our, one of our pitchers. And he said, like, you just need to relax. And I said, I know. And he goes, no, you don't know because you're always, you're constantly worried about what people are going to think about you because of baseball. Cause there's more than baseball to college, like the relationships that are here, we're your brothers and you need to have fun with us too, because baseball isn't like do or die. And that kind of opened my eyes. And um, that's kind of when I started having more fun with them. And I felt like I was more loose because of that. And then I started to play better. So, yeah. And also with me, it was like towards the end of the year, if I were to, go out or something like that i'd be sitting there and i'm like i shouldn't be here like I, I shouldn't be doing this blah blah blah, and like just kicking myself and not allowing myself to enjoy being around people that i love being around <clears throat> sorry so i think uh like i said just allow yourself to do those things don't think twice if you feel like you need a break or you need to go hang out with people do it and don't think about it just Surround yourself with people you want to be surrounded with. Do the things you want to do and enjoy it. Don't think about what you could be doing or what you, why you shouldn't be doing it um, or consequences of you doing an activity to get your mind off of your stressor. So I'm trying to phrase this question correctly so what are some different things different stressors that you've encountered over your four or five years of college um i'm not just talking like in baseball i'm talking about different things across academics social life all like things that certain people can relate to um oh, absolutely i mean i can <clears throat> I feel like mine are just the basic ones for me. Like for me, this is the most stressful time of the academic year, just because obviously I want to get good grades. I'm getting my master's right now. So I don't want B's and C's getting my master's Um, projects. Just basically it's, I'm a big procrastinator too. So like I, uh, I got a paper due on Sunday and I've known about this paper since like week <laughs> two of the semester, but it's a short paper, but obviously I just want to get it done. So the more I wait, the more I'm going to get stressed about, stressed out about it. Yeah. Um, and then I think I only got like two or three finals. So obviously I want to get good grades on those. So that's a huge stressor. And I go in throughout my whole college career, like the week or two leading up to finals week is always the most stressful for me just because it always seems like there's two projects due on the same day every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
that's based that's mostly my academic stressors is just the tests and getting all the projects in and outside outside of academics and athletics i really don't stress much i guess now it's more about money but that's because i got student loans and then the holiday season is around the corner and you know i don't get paid a lot (laughs) i would say procrastination is probably one of the biggest stressors that you can have um, I'm definitely well I wouldn't say procrastination is a stressor procrastination leads to stress can evolve into stress yeah yeah I think I think that once I like when I keep waiting on like doing certain assignments that I just start getting like mm-hmm. super anxious and um, yeah that's probably a good point that it evolves into stress I mean I think procrastination, you can control it, but I think once you... And I know what some people are going to say, because I use this excuse all the time, you work better under pressure and you think better. But (laughs) if I guarantee you, and some of my best papers I did this with, if you write, let's say you have an eight-page paper or something, because that's just what I had recently. If you write a half a page to a page every day, just to get some thoughts down, let it evolve, you then have two days still to think and if you're reading over it give yourself time to read you i guarantee you you will like you'll have the same thoughts you'll be like oh but now you have more time to do it and less stress it's it's kind of amazing because um i do know some people that can work really well like with a day left to finish a paper but then other people are just like oh my god i'm freaking out like i don't know what to do and Mm. Just like you put yourself in this hole, um, but I feel like a lot of procrastinators don't know how to not procrastinate. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a learned. That's my biggest issue. Yeah, I actually, it's funny. I think. Oh, I was actually talking to my dad yesterday, and I had to pick something up for him. And I met somebody that I know, and they're like, "Oh, tell your dad he has to do this. Or he still has to do this." And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I'll let him know." So I called my dad up and I said, "Hey, you." so-and-so told me that you have to do this and he goes well it's not due until this date he's like i still got x amount of days i'm like wow now i know where i get it from yeah. <laughs> because i would say the same thing <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's just it's crazy the amount of time that people can waste and it's unbelievable okay i mean like <laughs> like i said like i waste plenty of time but like i know that I'm wasting time. And like, like I said, it's, it's, if you just got to know how to manage it. I feel like even though I procrastinate, I still, I still do a good job of like getting stuff done. Yeah. I mean, I think I can agree with you on that. Um, I'm definitely a procrastinator, but I still get all my work done. But Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said before, it's definitely a learned behavior and, if you've learned it, you can definitely unlearn it. So um, I'm going to have to inquire about that because <laughs> I've wasted a lot of time. So, um, I think socially, like some stressors, like social anxiety is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know plenty of people that have social anxiety. Um, I wouldn't say that I had social anxiety last year coming into college, but I was definitely nervous about like going out and meeting people because – I mean, I wasn't sure, like, what the vibe was on campus yet, like, mm-hmm. as a, Well, absolutely. I think that comes with 
most people. I mean, there's a few exceptions that, uh, you know, people are social butterflies, but I was the same way. And I transferred three times, so I was nervous for three years <laughs> meeting new people. And then, but it was only the beginning of the year. Once you, once you get the vibe, it's usually. Yeah. Yeah. Cause definitely as a freshman coming in to a new team and like mm-hmm. all these older guys, like, oh, are they going to hate me or whatever? Like, no, they were, it was a great group to come into, but um, I was definitely nervous about like meeting new people and like where these people mm. are from and you know, getting to know them, like, geez, it seems kind of a lot, you know. Yeah. I was always more nervous about people off the team, like. Yeah, I can agree with that. Classroom friends and stuff like that, but usually you get thrown into a group project and everything ends up working out. Yeah, even sometimes today, I mean, I still sometimes sit sit by myself in class, like, in the back corner Oh, I mean, yeah, there's days and there's certain classes that you're just trying to get by. And I, I've, I do that in my master's class too, but I'm starting to, I mean, I, I know more people now, but like in the beginning of the year, I was just like, all right, front corner of the class. Nobody wants to sit in the front. <laughs> yeah, true. Especially when you're, uh, especially when your teachers are so monotone that. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> all right so anything to wrap this up no nah, just to recap everything uh time management use that block schedule i promise you it will not let you down just write something down to show yourself what you need to do because i promise you it will take a lot of stress off and then you can't forget anything if you write it down mm-hmm. that's the way i go about it do things you like to do in your free time. And lastly, allow yourself to do those things in your free time. Don't beat yourself up over it. And that concludes today's episode of Athlete Stable Podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, feel free to DM or email us. Follow us on Instagram at Athlete Stable Podcast or email us at Athlete Stable Podcast at gmail.com.